everyone, welcome to the Connectivity Christmas bonus episode. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Neil Ronahan. Hello. Or Yoda. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> right, this is the second time we're recording um, the intro. I decided to do something other than hi. Adam Abunasa. May the Christmas be with you. You know, it landed a little well the first time. Upon second, <laughs> second, second viewing, it didn't hold well, up as well. This is not the first or second time that I've said that. And <laughs> and uh, newcomer to connectivity, Matt West. Uh, hi everybody. Hey. Yo. So on this episode, we're just going to be you know talking a bit about whatever we've been playing or doing recently in this uh, first half of the show, and then after that, we're going to be moving into a full-on spoiler discussion about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. So, um, before we get to that, um, we'll just, yeah, jump right into it. So, Neil, do you want to start things off? Yeah, um, so what I've been playing is, has a tie to what we're going to talk about later. It's the Disney Infinity 3.0 playset for Star Wars The Force Awakens, which came out the same time as the movie. Uh, have any of you guys played Disney Infinity? Um, I played one once for, like, five minutes. Okay. Yeah, I bought, like, uh, the second one, I think, but didn't get into it too much yeah um i've how about you matt yeah i actually played the star wars version yesterday as a demo at toys r us so oh uh, what version was it uh it was set during episode two so it's not the fourth okay that's actually uh we have a review of i guess it's it's star wars twilight of the republic is the name of the the prequel trilogy playset we have a (laughs) review of that for me up in the site i did not like that very much um on the other hand, so far, the Star Wars The Force Awakens playset is really great. And I think a little bit of that definitely has to do with the fact that, like, I'm, as we'll, as we'll discuss later, uh, I'm super into this world. Uh, so I just want to kind of explore that world more. Right now, I'm still in the first area of, you know, Jakku, um, and mm-hmm. playing as the different characters, kind of doing, I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff where, like, you have a hub world. And then you go on different missions and you just kind of explore the world. Some of the things are like vehicular based. Some of them are, you know, battle arena things. Some of them are just like go around the environment and collect stuff. It's almost kind of like a 3D platformer, but with Star Wars Hmm. uh, in some respects. But I guess the combat is a little more the focus. You have characters that can level up. They are figures and they have four. It's a Ray, Finn, Poe and Kylo Ren. But I'm I'm digging it a lot. I'm excited to play more of it. And I also, because of a deep discount at Toys R Us, I picked up the uh, the original trilogy, uh, that playset that comes with Luke and Leia, and I also got Han and Chewie. So nice. I'm going to be playing Star Wars games up to my eyeballs and continue <laughs> to um, not play Xenoblade, which makes me a little sad. It's not that I don't want to play Xenoblade. It's just that Xenoblade's a big commitment. And also, yeah. I'm reviewing the Force Awakens playset for the website, so that kind of takes priority. But, cool. other than that, has anybody else been playing SteamWorld Heist? Yes. Nope. SteamWorld no. Heist is incredible. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about it, is that, like, if you're not playing it, and you <laughs> like video games, you should probably keep an eye out on SteamWorld Heist. It's real good. I'll have to, yeah, I haven't really looked into it at all. I'd have to read something about it. I haven't really kept up. What's what it, it is and stuff? What's it for? It's uh, 3DS. 3DS. It, it will be coming to like Wii U and basically everything else in the future, but mm. 3DS at first. Okay, I don't know if you listened to our last episode, but we don't really play eShop games. <laughs> um, I mean, Unless Steam- they're DSiWare. Oh. 
<laughs> it was an eShop episode. Yeah, go to download Pop Island. That was that sounds that yeah. looks really good. Um, yeah, so Neil, you also played uh, Fast Racing Neo, right? Uh, so indeed, I did. I, there was a review. You want to quickly? I, how did you like it then? I liked it very much. The one thing about it is that it's hard as balls. Like that's that's mm. probably. Mm. When it comes down to it, that's the only negative thing that I can kind of ascertain about that game is that it's real hard. Yeah. Uh, it's super fun. It's basically like if you wanted another F-Zero game, this is the game you should be playing. And you remember how F-Zero GX was really hard? Yeah, th- this is really hard too. <laughs> I do I do wish, and I've talked about this, we have a video review uh, up on the YouTube channel. Um, and I talked about this there, but it's kind of a bummer because... Like, you know how, like, F-Zero has, like, it's, like, Captain Falcon and Samurai Goro and James McCloud and Mr. EAD yeah. and everything? Yeah, this has Kumagori Corporation, Zville Company, Spark Unlimited. Like, these are the names of the, the sh- ships that you're piloting. It's all based off of imaginary future companies. Mm. And that that's way less engaging than, like, here's a dude, he's a bounty hunter, and he's got this ship, and here's his rival bounty hunter... And, like, here's this weird clone, like, even if F-Zero, even if the story in F-Zero is largely stupid, like, it's there, it's, it exists, <laughs> yeah. and that's fun. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, like, I mean, this has been a, this month has been kind of an embarrassment of riches, uh, unexpected riches for the eShop. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even with just Fast Racing Neo and SteamWorld Heist, those have been primarily the only games I've played so far this month. And I haven't really been upset. Like, they, they took my attention away from Xenoblade, and I'm not really, like, bummed out. Like, Xenoblade's still going to be there when yeah, I have more yeah. time to put into it. Yeah. But, yeah. That's how I feel about that. Cool. So, we'll move on to uh, the next person. How about you, Matt? What's What's been happening? Well, uh, I am currently in the middle of Xenoblade Chronicles X. And Steamworld Heist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of just whatever I have the time to play for. If I have a long stretch of time to sit down and play something, I'll play Xenoblade. And if I've, I'm on the go or whatever, and I've got my 3DS with me, I'll play Steamworld Heist. Both of them are absolutely incredible. Um, I just got my Skell in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, and that has kind of opened up... It, I don't know, it, it kind of changed everything about the game um, from an exploration standpoint. Um, which is really cool. And like Neil said, SteamWorld Heist is fantastic. And if you guys haven't played it, you should, you should definitely check it out. It, it might be my favorite 3DS game this year. Hmm. That's pretty high praise. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been working on my, my top games of the year list and it, SteamWorld Heist keeps on ascending. Hmm. Like it's, it's scary. I did not expect it to be, to be that high. Yeah, and it's I, a I meaty. Think... It's a meaty game too. Yeah. Because yeah, how think... how far are you in it, Matt? Uh, just a few hours. Okay. Um, like, have you gotten to like how there's like kind of a second act? Have you gotten there? No. Okay. Yeah. There's way more game than you would think left. Okay. Because uh, you have like kind of that 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 first thing where you're kind of like in outer, like the outer rim, so to speak. Right. And yeah. then you open up another map, and I've opened up another map after that. Oh wow! And I I have a feeling that this might be the end because I mean it makes sense like three acts like that seems normal, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure. Uh, so. I know Image and Form uh, when it released they said that the first playthrough would take around twenty hours. 
And so yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty big game for um you know, for an eShop game. Yep. Mm. I mean it's it's priced kind of like like that, like a dollar per hour, so to speak. Uh I think it's sixteen ninety nine until the end of the year, and then it's gonna go yeah. back up to twenty. Yeah. Uh, you also get a free three D S theme, so cool. Except for I I had a review co- I'm actually reviewing it for Nintendo Force magazine. Um so yeah, so I, I didn't get the 3DS theme. But I, I, I mean, I'm reviewing it, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. So, I, um, yeah, I guess that's it for you then, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have time to play anything else. So those, two are, <laughs> those two are just cool. so consuming. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you seem like you've gotten pretty far in uh, Xenoblade if you've got the scale, so... Yeah, I think I'm around 30 or 35 hours, somewhere around there. Hmm. It's a pretty good amount of time. So, Adam, uh, how about you? Well, I've been traveling the world. I have... Um, I'm on vacation right now in New York. I'm not in Buttfuck, Nebraska right now. And, oh, is that, uh, is that, is that the town that you're from? <laughs> I am. I am from Buttfuck. Yeah, it's a small town. It's only, you know, they don't really populate. So <laughs> apparently, but, it's the same size as uh, Zelda Wii U. Yeah, no, that's the county. It's <laughs> yeah. oh, Zelda county. Wii U is bigger than my my hometown. <laughs> um, uh, but I went to. Well, firstly, I don't know if you guys saw on Facebook, but there's trash everywhere. I mean, I just there's been, trash everywhere where there's a lot of people. I just and there's taking, a lot of people in New York. There's a lot of people. I've been taking pictures of trash, like trash in the background of every picture I take. Kind of. Yeah, as, I've noticed. Like I've joke. noticed that on Facebook. I'm like, he's got some interesting uh, <laughs> photos there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I went to the Nintendo World store, and I don't know why I spent my entire life wanting to go there. It's not that exciting. <laughs> like I, I mean, it's it's nice for I guess people like me, where it's like, oh yeah, you know what? The city's like two hours away. I can go there, like, if I'm looking for any of those World of Nintendo figures from Jack Specific, they're probably all there. That's where I got my big Ganondorf. Um, but, like, you go there and you're just kind of like, oh, it's just some, like, kitschy shit and some games. All right, cool. Yeah, well, I was looking for a 3DS, a new 3DS XL charging dock, which they did not have. I was looking for uh, the underwear with the Pikachu butt on them that they have at the Pokemon Center that they did not have. And, um, I got a Wii U gamepad charger, which my sister's cat ate mine like a month ago. That's unfortunate. It was a big bummer. She told me she'd buy me one. Uh, and then I texted my family like, Hey, I'm buying this. So if someone got me for it for Christmas, it was a stupid gift anyway. And then my whole family <laughs> freaks out and it's like, no, that's your Christmas present. And I was like, you guys are assholes. Why would you buy me that? And then keep it from me. Like it's a gift. Did you give me this $12 cable? Like Will I bought. Get- are you going to get like six charges on Christmas Day? I wouldn't. I would be okay with that because this cat, man, he ate my sister's MacBook charger, and I went and I got her a MacBook charger and I gave it to her. I didn't hold it until Christmas, and those things are expensive. So <laughs> I was like so upset that she's the one that bought it for me. I'm like, you're a bad person, and then she mm-hmm. said I was a bad person, and we got in this big text fight. Um, <laughs> it was really bad. But yeah, New York is really cool. Like, there's trash everywhere, there's disappointment <laughs> at every corner. Um, I saw three Broadway shows, and one of what, them was really good. But so what, you saw Book of Mormon? I saw Book of Mormon, and that was which pretty is, good. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, I saw Beautiful, which is the Carol King musical. Ah, okay, and cool. 
I'm a huge Carol King fan, but I had that's no idea. Random. And that's cool. <laughs> I'm from I'm from buttfuck Nebraska, all right? <laughs> um I didn't know that her life was so boring. Like I was amazed. <laughs> but the songs were all really good in it. And then I saw The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, which was my favorite book when I was a kid. And then I came here. My brother was like, oh, you should see that show. And he points. And I'm like, what? What? That's a show? Like, oh, my God. So I was really excited to see that. Uh, I guess they were all good. Uh, and I also I saw Star Wars on Broadway. That's pretty cool. Which was pretty cool. It was expensive, yeah, awesome. too. Yeah. I mean, movie movies are very expensive, especially when you're in the middle of one of the biggest cities in the fucking world. So, yeah. yeah. Expensive. Um, but for <laughs> games... Um, I don't have a 3DS charger. I don't have a Wii U charger. So I have a computer. And I recently played... I was trying to not do homework because it was finals week, you know? So I was trying to put things off. And I found a game called Her Story, which is super, super good. I've been wanting to check that out. Uh, It's by uh, the the person who made that. I forget his name, but he was the director of Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which is a superb Wii game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm really into like mystery stuff. It's kind of ambiguous. Like I love the first season of Serial, and this one, it's you watch like clips of seven different interviews with the same woman, and you're trying to figure out who murdered her husband. And it starts off with like four clips, and they're labeled murder, and you watch them, and then you just kind of figure out what you do, and you click in the search bar and you type in different words and then whatever you type in brings up clips that have that word in their transcript and uh you don't have to get all the clips in order to see the credits but you kind of you want to watch them all so you go and you just are putting in random words like the clothes sock (laughs) but she says but does she she say say but oh she's british man she says all sorts of fun stuff (laughs) Um, and then you Did get she really say offensive. No, no, she says no. clusterfuck. That'd be pretty fun. No, she doesn't. But I put, I was typing in like Cheerio and stuff, and that didn't pop up. I was like Cheerio, Cheerio. <laughs> I feel like an asshole now. Blimey. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's all I've played. Hopefully for Christmas, I'll get a charger for my fucking controller. So I can play. <laughs> oh, I also think that someone got me Xenoblade for Christmas, so. That'd be cool. <laughs> It'd be cool, cool if I also got a charger. Yeah. Then we can yeah, then we can probably start playing it at the same time. <laughs> you'll you'll definitely need a charger if there's any good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I guess I guess before we move on, just with the whole New York thing, like being the person who lives closest to it, and like it's a it's a it's a pretty who, easy day trip who, for me. Who didn't want to come visit me. I just, Dude, like, I just got a dog. I didn't have any heat on Saturday. I had to deal with that mess. And a hey, new dog. we don't have heat, and I love um, dogs. You could have brought the dog. Uh, no, no, we couldn't have brought the dog to the city. That would have involved putting the dog on a two-hour train ride. Mm. Um, and then I then I was doing I was doing family Christmas uh, today because I'm... my parents are visiting my sister who's about to have a baby. I love um, Christmas and babies. And we all have Christmas there wasn't a baby well. yet. I mean, my my sister's in South Carolina, so. Like this, this was the day that I was doing Christmas with my parents. Over meeting a stranger. That's yep. nice. Yeah, know, yeah. It's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> stranger that writes for the website that I run. Like, that's uh-huh. priorities, man. <laughs> yeah. But, but with New York, it's like, no, you're right. Like, it kind of smells like garbage. 
because there's a lot of garbage everywhere and like there's a lot of things to do in it which is great but like whenever i leave there i instantly need to take a shower mm-hmm. oh there's no hot water here in my brother's apartment really where, so, where does he live um, i mean you don't need to like give exact road Queens, just like oh, okay somewhere like astoria i think it's called okay yeah story is really nice <laughs> but yesterday there was no hot water and i couldn't figure out his shower there's like three or four knobs like i don't know what's going on <laughs> so i took a cold shower and then today it was really cold and i was like i'm not taking another cold shower so i boiled a pot of water <laughs> and took it into the shower with a coffee cup i was like pouring it on me and stuff <laughs> that's how i took my shower today um how long are you dedication. there are you like come um, back tomorrow or yeah i leave in the morning my flight's at 11 so oh, okay and my last uh, name is abu nasser so i have to get there you know, like four <laughs> hours early <laughs> at least like you're aware of it you're aware of your unfortunate lot in life yeah see my thing is i'm just i just with my last name i just opened myself to a lot of like off-color irish jokes um i had because i had an issue with my heat yesterday and the guy who came over was like ronigan is that irish i'm like well, the G's silent, which, if it's Irish, like, duh. And then, then he started to make a lot of, like, oh, my luck isn't that good. And I was like, okay, that, that was a very terrible Irish accent. But, like, thanks? I don't know. Uh, but if, if after this, you should go to uh, 53rd and 6th, and uh, there's a website. If you go to 53rdand6th.com, it's this place that has halal food. Uh, there and there's a couple other ones in the area. I don't know exactly where all the locations are. There's one on like, every street corner, dude. Yeah, but this is a specific one. Like oh. there, there's a website. It's fifty third and dot com, and it's some of my favorite food in the city. And it's like six bucks, and you get like a big plate of like chicken, rice, and this very good white sauce. That's what I ate before the podcast, and that's <laughs> like what my family makes, like. Like, I'm going to have that, like, four times over Christmas week. Like, <laughs> you need chicken, and, and the other thing, if, and, and if you've never had Japanese curry, um, which this is probably, that, this one you're probably screwed. There's no way you can have this. Because uh, oh, it's probably closed. Uh, but it's over, it's by Port Authority, like, 40th Street and 8th, maybe. Um, it's go-go curry. It's the only Japanese curry that I've been able to find on the East Coast. And it's it's pretty good. It's not quite as good as the stuff out in California, but it's it's pretty good. Dude, I don't know where that is. I know where the stop next to my brother's house is and the stop next to the Disney store is, and that's it. <laughs> that's Other actually, that... the, the stop next to the Disney store isn't really that far away from this place. Wait, really? Yeah, well, yeah, because that's, that's 42nd Street, isn't it? Or like Times Square? Uh, yeah, it's Times Square, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's a like, square. It's like a whole, like, I know, it's weird. square mile. Uh, if you, if you, I mean, and we can tie this back to Nintendo a little bit. You know how there's, like, like the military island? No. In, um, like, Nintendo games? No, no, no. Like, in Times Square, there's, I think, I, I don't know the exact name of it. But, like, you, the, the Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Cafe there. I do, do not. Okay. But there's, like, kind of an island in the middle of Times Square that, for Wii Sports Resort, Nintendo filled it all with sand. And like had like a big like it was a beach theme party. There was like a guy from Gossip Girl was there, and and we <laughs> actually if you, if you go on the website, we have an interview with Bill Trennan from that, in which it ends with me and Jared accosting him, being like, "Mother three, what about another code?" Um, and him just running away from us. Uh, but <laughs> but that they so Nintendo had this event where they put all the sand in the middle of Times Square, and then it fucking poured at the end of it. Oh so there God. was just sand 
all over the street. And that was when I was like, all right, guys, it was real cool. I'm going to leave now. You deal with this. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's uh, my treatise on New York and my recommendations of things to eat as as a person who's lived close to it, but has always been kind of a tourist to that city. Cool. It's very cool. As for me, the only thing I've been playing recently was um, I finished Uncharted 3. I like played through that over a few days or a week or, so, or whatever. And that was okay, I guess. It was an Uncharted game. It was so you've you played the other two, right? I'd played two before. Okay. I haven't played number one. I've, I've um, Number one isn't fun to go back to after playing two or three. Mm. That's, that's yeah, what if I ever get a PS4, um, I'll get the collection and just play yeah. it on there. I'll at least try it. So, and I think I um, think on the the PS4 collection, I think they might have improved some things about the original Uncharted, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hmm. I, I don't mind the Uncharted games, but like they they are very much just sort of like, um, I don't know, like Michael Bay movies that are slightly played. Yep. I mean, like that's really all they've got. But like the production values are so good, and it is it is entertaining just to to see it and sort of you know jump across buildings and things explode and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 like watching an Indiana Jones movie, and you occasionally play it. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, I like I don't have much of an issue with that, and I understand why people love them so much. I really enjoyed playing Uncharted two. Uh, I started playing Uncharted three and kind of stopped a couple hours into it because. The story didn't grip me as much, and I just felt like I was playing a movie. Which, yeah, there's some times where that's very appealing. Just not when I was playing Uncharted Three. Sometimes when I'm playing those those games, like um, I feel like they 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 shouldn't pin you down for very long. Sometimes there's like shootouts, and there's just like so many guys, and you're yep. sort of stuck shooting for like five to ten minutes because you i end up di- i die a fair bit in those games because i sort of just take take risks and like there's like i've killed like 10 guys and then there's like another 10 more that come flooding in you say oh they need yeah. to no i think i think we play on... it similar ways because i'm usually the kind of person that's like i could just sit here and snipe everyone off or i could just run into it and go guns blazing and see what happens see that, that they should like you know, you can. They should have like reduced the enemy amount, I think, and made it so you had more, um, even more forward momentum. So you're sort of always being able to like move forward and get out of there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that would have helped much, but you know, they've got to put something in your way. But yeah, sometimes totally. there's just too many guys. Yeah. And other than that, I was went. I went back and started playing Lego City Undercover on the Wii U. Oh, that's a very good game. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like it started off a bit slow, but now that I'm like more into it and I've got more of the like disguises and um, opening up the world a little bit more and stuff. It's pretty fun. Like I just um, did the mine area, I think, and just went started going back towards the city on like a um, what was it? Like I had like, this giant uh, semi trailer sort of thing, and I was being pursued <laughs> by a bunch of bikers, and I was just thinking. This feels like like a Lego version of Fury Road almost, and I was like, "Yeah, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I so love yeah, that, that game. Pretty fun. I I liked it a lot. Um, it has but... a bunch of performance issues. Though. I mean, the yeah. frame rate takes a hit of quite a lot, um, unfortunately. But yeah, it's fun. I just love that you got points for driving on the sidewalk. 
<laughs> like it was encouraged. Yeah. Knock everything over and just you watch the little uh gemstone things go flying up to your counter. Mm-hmm. Just therapeutic, you know. Just go <laughs> run over all the <laughs> Lego people. <laughs> so yeah, I'll probably um keep keep playing that for the near future. It probably won't take too long to get through the story. I don't think I'm going to try and like collect a whole bunch of stuff. I think I'm just going to try and plow through the story and just sort of explore a little bit, but not really care about too much. I mean, there seems to be a lot of doodads you can get really stuck like collecting. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I think I've done a fair bit of the game, but like my percentage is at like 5% or something. Um, so maybe the game ends at like 20% then the rest of the percentage is like your collectibles. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But hey, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we'll uh, uh, take a short break and we'll be back with our spoiler-filled Star Wars discussion. So if you have I'm not ready. seen the movie, I'm do not ready. come forward for any further. <laughs> yeah, just go see the damn movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, pause, yep. go see the movie, and then come back. Yep. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. want to experience it unspoiled. So. Alright, so yeah, we'll take a short break and be back in about 30 seconds. Back to talk Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I'm about to talk about my. Ah, uh, it was pretty good. Wait, are we talking about spoilers? Yeah, of course, yeah. we're talking spoilers. Yeah, in, case, talking... Yeah. in case you yeah, missed yeah. it, Vader. Spoilers. Vader is Luke's father. Spoilers. I mean, I'm, like, let's just <laughs> like I'll clear the air here. This is my favorite movie of 2015. Oh yeah, mine hmm. too. What? Like, I I love this movie. I have I have read a lot of complaints about it, and I kind of see where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, and yes, this is totally like my nostalgia for a series that that I kind of grew up with. Even I mean, well, yeah, it, we were in the wild like the wilderness years. We were growing up in the nineties. Yeah, so, but it was still yeah. like I mean, Star Wars was still. I mean, I guess it was still a thing. Yeah, I guess the yeah. like if you if you grew up in like if your formative years were like the mid to late eighties. Star Wars might not have affected you as much, but I think for the majority of us here, we were all our formative years were like, you know, mid mid to late nineties, early two thousands, mm. and that was when Star Wars fever built back up, and then yeah. reached a crescendo, and then fell right back down to earth after the prequels. After <laughs> but, but I mean, like there was there was very much there was a there was a tangible build up. I remember as a child when the the re releases came out, and then the rumors. Yeah, of the prequels. that was. Super fun. I mean, I remember yeah. I saw Episode Four and Return of the Jedi. I missed out on Empire, but because like we just seen them on TV and you know recorded VHS copies off TV is like oh because yeah. cool seeing them at the movies. And um, at that point in time, all the extra stuff that they added back in was kind of cool. I thought it was cool at the time. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it was new. Like that's that's yeah. why it was cool. Yeah. And now that it's not new, people look back at it and you're like, well, that sucked. 
Uh, <laughs> but but anyway, I mean, just that that's like I will totally admit that a lot of a lot of the reason why I think the Force Awakens is as good as it is, and why I, it means so much to me, is because of my attachment to the series. And I think that if if you don't have quite that same Star Wars attachment, there's totally flaws in this movie. Uh, I honestly don't give a fuck. I love that world. I can't wait to see more of that world. I want as much as that world with those characters as humanly possible. See, Neil, everything you just said are the reasons that I didn't like this one as much as I hoped to. So you didn't like, like the characters? I love the... What, what characters, dude? They're the only what? character that... There's there's had, like a dozen of them. There's like there's three. So Some of them, okay, okay. okay. So, Captain Phasma does almost nothing. I'll give yeah. you that. So the movie is really fast. Like, it's pretty long, but it's really fast. They don't have many slow beats other than like a little in the beginning. Uh, the only character that really has any sort of arc is Ray. She's the only one that, that grows I at all. I think Finn also has an arc. I think Kylo Ren has an arc. I think Han has an arc. Um, mm-hmm. BB-8 I I f- fucking has an arc, man. Like, I feel maybe like not a well-defined one because it's mo- a fucking most, robot. But... Most of the character growth for returning characters happened at some point between 6 and 7. Uh, Finn's happened before the movie where he decided, I don't want to be a stormtrooper. And that was, that his... doesn't happen before that movie. That happens, that happens in the first fucking yeah, scene, Yeah, like man. the first scene at the very beginning. Yeah. And then it was, and you're I seeing him deal with it throughout it. And, and, and like, no, it's bullshit. If you think that Han doesn't have any kind of character arc in this movie, he gets to the point where he's like, all right, I'm going to face my son. Like that, that happens during the movie that doesn't happen before the movie. Yes, there was a lot of things that happened to him in between 6 and 7, but Han has an arc throughout that movie. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we didn't get to... Ex- like, there wasn't as much world building as the old ones. It was just so I think part fast. Of, part of, I think part of the reason is that there was so much world building that was necessary, which is why the movie kind of borrowed a lot of plot elements from A New Hope in the original trilogy, was because that's a nice shorthand to use. And make it familiar, but then kind of lay the groundwork and then yeah. start to spin people's minds a little bit. With I mean, I think Kylo Ren's a great villain. I see. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't I like thought, Kylo Ren. I thought Kylo was interesting because um, going into it, I was thinking, uh, you know, how do you make another villain that is going to be fun to watch and like has something interesting about them after vader i mean had like people have tried in the eu and i haven't read anything in like the old expanded universe and stuff but it always struck me as people like were not really sure how to create another villain and um i think kylo is interesting because he's like a he's trying so hard to be like vader but he's not he's I, i think you could even argue that he's not as naturally gifted with the force as well. Um, yeah. He seems to be really trying, like he has to really reach for it. He, he It doesn't come as naturally to him. And I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't have much like respect. Like he doesn't control his troops as well. Like you see the stormtroopers like running away from him and cause he's just like freaking <laughs> I like out. That. And, I like that yeah, scene. You, you're right. Yeah. I... He's just like unstable. He's like, mm. One of the things I love the most about Kylo Ren is that everybody thought he? Oh, he's the new dark. He's the new Darth Vader. He's the guy with the mask. He's all in black. He's got the red red lightsaber. But he's really nothing like Vader outside of those yeah. aesthetics. He's unhinged. Like this. I mean, guy really, is crazy. He's, he's Vader. He's Vader as Anakin, in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's a, it's a running theme throughout all three trilogies. And I mean, I, I think that's also a little part, Adam, kind of speaking to your concern. And I, I, I hear that in that, unfortunately, this movie was made to be part of a new trilogy, which mm. A New Hope was not. Yeah. So you have the differences there where, you know, as far as like some, like for some characters not being as developed, I see where you're coming from. Like, like I, I think that Finn has something of an arc, but it's, it's a little light. I'll give you that. And I have a feeling that over the course of the next two movies, that's probably we're, we're going to go deeper into that. And there will be a yeah. significant arc between the trilogy, but viewing it as a singular movie, you're probably right that some characters got the short shift. I feel like the best example of that is Captain Phasma, where, like, the creator is, like, J.J. Abrams is like, that's my favorite character. It's like, what, for her three lines? Mm. Yeah. Uh, another thing you mentioned, Adam, was uh, you felt like there was a lack of world building. And I will agree to some to some degree that there is. Like, for example, we still don't know how the how the remnant of the Empire became the First Order. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and we, yeah. we're, we're still not even entirely sure why they're hunting for Luke or what their real motivation is. But again, like Neil said, I think that's something that we're going to find out over the course of the trilogy rather than just in one standalone movie. It felt Uh, like some bullshit that they're going to try and make me watch a TV show to figure out, which Disney, you know, they like to do. I mean, they did that with Marvel. I know. But also, you know what? I think if they have a movie where they explain like, and this is exactly what happened... That movie's two hours and 45 minutes, and we're all bitching about how long and slowly paced it is. Well, you also have to think, they're doing these anthology films now. Uh, so, like, next year we have Rogue One, which is about how the Rebellion stole the Death Star planes. And then we've got the Han Solo movie that, who knows when that takes place. I'd assume somewhere between three and four with a young Han Solo. Uh, but they could easily do a between six and seven anthology film about the... about kylo ren and how he destroys the jedi temple that luke was yeah. working at yeah uh, so th- they have tons of movies they're doing a movie every year from now on of star wars they have tons mm-hmm. of time to explore all different kinds of ideas yeah i think um judging like some of the story elements of the one movie is uh hard at the moment because we haven't seen yeah how it was going to play out over the course of two films mm-hmm. the next two films and i think um this is the first Star Wars trilogy where they actually have plotted out the big strokes over the course of three films instead mm-hmm. of sort of you well, know the writing prequels. I think I think the prequel, I, I, yeah, I think the prequels were planned out, but I mean, I guess planned out mm. in quotes because who knows what Lucas was actually doing? Because <laughs> didn't he claim that like Episode One has been written for twenty years? It's been sitting in a drawer. Like, no, you wrote that in a weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, and like. Yeah, like, he probably had some of the ideas, you know, yeah. where he thought it would go, but a lot of the... It wasn't... It's probably not as tightly worked out as what... No, you know, and I mean, the and they, were, they were restricted. Now. For, for I mean, I, and I, I went through a, a rewatch marathon of all six of the, the previous movies um, a couple days before Force Awakens came out, and rewatching the prequels, like, oh, there's a lot of bad things about those movies. They're still <laughs> fun. Um, but yeah. you can tell, like... The prequels are kind of weighed down by the fact that all of this backstory was already established in the original trilogy, and they kind yes. of had to like make square pigs square pegs fit round holes. Like, yeah. I think that the idea of like Anakin and Obi Wan fighting on a lava planet, and that's like where they fought. Like that, I feel like that's something that I remember hearing as a child, 
And, like, the Clone mm-hmm. Wars was something that was mentioned, I believe, in A New Hope. So mm-hmm. you have to fit a lot of these things into that, which is why if you look look at some of the things in the prequels and how, like, there are contradictions in the original trilogy for things that happened in the prequels. Um, and, I, yeah. and I'm excited to see where they go with The Force Awakens because they don't have that restriction. Mm. Yeah. It's more exciting because we don't know where the story's going. It's yep. like... Yes. The, the prequels could only be so exciting because... You know, we kind of already know where it's heading. Like, eh, there, yeah, there's Darth a dramatic Vader's irony gonna... to the prequels because you're like, this little kid's going to be Darth Vader. Mm. I think it would have been interesting. I don't, I don't want to get too far off track about, you know, what if the prequels, but like, it would have been interesting if they'd um, like made like Vader appear like uh, like he turned in the first film and like it twisted it because everyone would have assumed that it was he was going to do that in the third film that might have been interesting yeah, yeah that would have been um, fine anyway um going yeah, back little, to little little 9 year old darth vader <laughs> out there going fucking padme what um adam was saying just before about how he's had a few problems with like the pacing and stuff i can i kind of yeah like i'd have to watch it again but i thinking trying to think on it the last couple of days i'm like yeah some of the scenes could have had maybe a little bit more time to breathe. Um, I think Ray should have been uh, had more interaction with Han um, than what she did because it, it to me it came off like eh, how sad can you really be? You've known this guy for three hours or so. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean that's like Luke with Obi Wan in the original. Though. Yeah, but at least yeah. Obi Wan and Luke were together like longer. Uh, they were the neighbors, movie. kind of. I mean, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I have neighbors, too. I barely talk to them. But what but if like, one took you, know, you on a space adventure and then died? You'd be pretty I mean, sad. Like, oh, you stranded me out in space, man. Well, that would, I mean, Han, the, the whole thing with Ray and Han is, like, what if a celebrity, like a war hero, took you on an adventure and then died and you bonded? Like, I mean, I, I guess, I guess like, I, I see where you're coming from, but A New Hope has the exact same problem. I know, I know. Here's... But, like, you look at it, though. Like, they get on the Falcon... They go to the planet with the um, what's the name, Mars, Mars, Mars or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, and um, Ray leaves that leaves the um that that room, goes out into the forest. She doesn't see Han again until uh he dies. <gasps> he's Spoilers. with her for like, whoa, he's with whoa, her whoa, for whoa. like, you know, a couple of scenes at the most. I mean, they don't. Am I remembering it wrong? They're on the freighter no, with no, the Falcon. You're, you're they pretty much right. That. I mean, yeah, because Ray Ray never goes to like the Rebel base until the very end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is also, I mean, I I guess there's a little weirdness the fact that like she's never met Leia before and they immediately hug. But maybe that's because Leia's her aunt or her mom (laughs) could be. No, probably her aunt. I I I would I would like to think that maybe maybe Leia's just like, oh yeah, I did birth that chick. (laughs) I forgot about that one. Whoops. Uh, Before before we move on into theories, here's here's how I viewed the Han and Rey relationship. Uh, Rey grew up, you know, she got left on Jakku when she's what four or five, yeah. Uh, and she like, has think, no she has nobody. Like she's got that guy that she brings parts to every day, and he gives played her... by Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I mean, but I mean, other than that guy who she has basically no relationship with, uh, you know. She has no interaction with anybody. She's living inside of this uh, ATAT that's been destroyed, and she has no other human mm-hmm. rea- human interaction. And so when this Han guy comes along, 
uh, Kylo Ren mentioned it, you know, he's the father she never had. I mean, they were together for a very short time, but again, that's the only real human interaction she's had with another person, and she actually bonded and connected with him. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, and I think that's effective use of, I mean, I, I feel like they effectively conveyed that in a short amount of scenes, and I guess when it comes down to it, my preference in movies is for something that's well-paced as opposed to something that's long and explains everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like for The Force Awakens, like, yes, it would have been nice to see more of Han and Rey together, but I feel like they effectively conveyed what they needed to convey to make that make that death important. Well, no, it's... Yeah. <clears throat> you have to have ups and downs. Like, I, I didn't feel like I spent time in any place on in the movie you know just just go 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 like i feel like i've fucking lived on uh yoda's planet and in the millennium falcon and at the rebel base and all these places feel like real places that i've been maybe maybe that's because you've seen those movies and they've been a part of your life for fucking 20 years maybe that's part of the reason because go back and watch those movies paced scenes yeah, like every, th- this movie, this movie's fucking longer than every movie from the original trilogy, and it's so fast. It's constant, boom, 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 so boom, boom. So is a new explosion. Home, man. Like, go back and watch no, that new movie. There's it moves the scene real quick with oh, use your mind with the Jedi floaty ball thing. That is a scene where everyone is hanging out, having a good time. You, oh, these characters are friends, and they don't really have a scene like that in. They have several this scenes one. like that with the floaty uh, ball here. Uh, well, I mean, not not exactly with the floaty. They actually the floaty ball does show up. Really? It was so fast, <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah. No, I mean, it is, you know, it's a quick know, throwaway like, thing. Any, no, hope was considered, any Hope was considered extremely fast for a 1970s film as well. People, like, were saying that that was a very fast film, and t- compared to today, it's kind of slow. But, um, you know, back to to people in 1977, it probably felt a lot like this uh, new movie. So the speed... I didn't have a problem with the speed, just maybe some of the details I might have preferred slightly different, but... Yeah. You know, it's very nitpicky stuff for me. No, um, I, there was actually, I, I was reading an article earlier today um, about, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's the whole, like, kind of weirdness with R2-D2 where it just kind of wakes up mm-hmm. and, like, what the fuck? Uh, it was actually article. an interview with, uh, I think it might have been maybe Kasdan, one of the screenwriters, and, yeah. and Abrams, you know, writer, director. Um, and they said with some of the R2-D2 stuff is that they, for pacing reasons, they didn't go into as much detail with that. That they were kind of hinting at, and this this answered a question that I kind of had at the end, that the assumption was that R2-D2, when he plugged into the Death Star in the original one, like he it, they had the, the map to the Jedi Temple, which is the map to find Luke Skywalker. And there is a line by Kylo Ren in which he says that, like, oh, we're searching through the, the old archives for it. And the assumption is apparently that R2-D2 is apparently doing that, too. And mm-hmm. and and the best part is that the writers actually admit that, like, yeah, R2 waking up is kind of a plot convenience. <laughs> Which, I, I don't know if that's a satisfactory explanation, but, like, I kind of understand why they're like, okay, yeah, we wanted to keep this movie kind of moving along. And we didn't want to have, like, okay, we're going to explicitly explain why this thing happened and kind of let it be a little bit, like... Oh yeah, R two, mm. R two just found the map. When I was watching it though, I, I I thought it like I think I was thinking they were trying to imply that like R two was woken up by something, or he had like he you know um, 
I don't know, Luke like, had set something in R2 to say, yeah. oh, wake up at a specific date or like, I thought it was like, you know, he, he woke up because he was sort of activated or something, but maybe he was just like, oh yeah, here it is. I should wake up. Yeah. Now. I finally found it. He's been in low power mode trying to look for it. Like I've, I've there, there I mean like that's, that's one thing that like, like that's too convenient. Like, yeah. it, like I, I, I can, I'm okay with overlooking that. It didn't really kill my enjoyment of the movie, but it is something that I kind of look to as like, yeah, Deus Ex Machina. It's right there. Uh, Neil, I think mm. I read the same article as you, and they said that, like, BB-8 came up to him and said, like, hey, I have a piece of the map, and R2, that's yeah, what woke yeah, him yeah. up. That was, yeah, He was like, oh, hey, I yeah. have the map, <laughs> What's too. What's up, buddy? Let's be friends now. Which and maybe they the, were that, friends. And that's another thing that, like, I was kind of wondering, like, why the hell they everybody wanted to find Luke Skywalker as much. And this is something that, once again, maybe in dialogue or something, they could be more deliberate about it. But after thinking about it, it's not that they're looking for Luke Skywalker specifically. It's that they're looking for the Jedi Temple. And oh, that's yes. what, like, it's not a map to Luke Skywalker. It is a map to the Jedi Temple where Luke Skywalker is. Yeah, I, I do think and, that they and, are looking for Luke, though. Like, yeah. I think, I think yeah. specifically Kylo Ren and and uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, I think they want to take him out because yeah. he's the last Jedi. He's the only one that can train more Jedi. And if they eliminate him, the, the Jedi are gone. Yep. So he's I, also I, I probably think they're... Like, pretty powerful by now as well. So yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the things that was really weird to me, and one of the things that I think there will be a lot of theories about, is it just seemed weird that Luke, that Kylo Ren destroying what he was working on and, and, and killing all of his other students and turning to the dark side and stuff, I just felt like that's not enough for Luke to just wall himself off from the rest of the galaxy and watch the First Order destroy everything after everything that he went through in the original trilogy. Do you know what, what I mean? Did, what, yeah. Um, by that same token, what did Obi-Wan and Yoda do after Episode Three? That is... Yeah, you're not wrong, but I just feel, I don't know, I kind of hope Luke was better than they were. Yeah, and I think, I I mean, I think that we'll find out a lot more about that. Mm. Um, I mean, My... Luke, like, I'm, I'm I'm pissed that we didn't hear his voice. I, like, I was yeah. waiting for it, yeah. I, and I got to a point where I was like, ah, oh, they're just going to do this fucking helicopter shot and then end it, aren't Oh, man. Here, uh, my theory is, and, and this can tie into why maybe he didn't speak, uh, I do think that Ray. I do think that Ray is his daughter. Um, yeah, I, I, I think. It, like it has to be. But who's the mother? <laughs> who's the mother? There. Here's the thing. There was though. no mother. There. there, yeah, are, there was no mother. Oh yeah, that gosh. was actually that was my no, initial reaction. Jerked off one day and <laughs> oh, it's a girl. <laughs> they had it's, better, it's, it's the opposite. Maybe it was Shmi. Right. Maybe he went back in time. Oh, God. <laughs> That's gross. But no. Uh, here, here's the thing. There were 30 years between the trilogies. You know, I mean, I'm sure Luke met somebody at some point, had a daughter, uh, something happened, whether it was the Kylo Ren thing or, or whatever, and she had to go mm. away for a while and they had to hide her, um, similar yeah. to the way that Luke is hidden after episode three. So yeah. there's another character that we don't know about that's from the original trilogy that's... No, no, like, no, not from the original from, trilogy. From right after the original trilogy that's gonna... I mean, there's, there's 30 years in between six and seven. Yeah. And and part of the reason why I'm saying this is because I think that maybe that could be why what really depressed Luke and set him off on this course of well I'm just going to go away. Like what yeah, if Kylo Ren murders, like, yeah, his... murders his wife? Yeah. And why didn't he turn to the dark side like people normally do when their wives get murdered? Well, I mean, 
once again, like Obi Wan and Yoda saw the entire Jedi Order and their their known world crumble, and they hid. Yeah, but they weren't their wives. Well, well and actually, wives. going off of that, I think the only other possibility for Ray's parentage is granddaughter of Obi Wan. Like, I can't think of another option. Like, you can't, like, I think it's, it's too much of a mystery that if it's just like, oh, yeah, they were just two random people. And they yeah. didn't like her, so they ditched her. Or, like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's, it seems evident by her little flashback thing that she m- might likely have been a part of that, that Jedi class that Kylo Ren slaughtered. And, you know, she might have survived that. Like, I mean, at least, that, that like, I don't know if that's set mm-hmm. in stone with that flashback scene, but, like, I could see that coming from that yeah that's what it seemed like to me so i I think she's a skywalker too or a descendant of some characters that we know about yeah yeah i think i mean i think that's the thing and i think as far as other characters that we know about that she could be a descendant of like the kenobis i mean that would be that would be a a line of people that would be cool to to have in the future but But at the same time like just make it make it luke's daughter because then you then you have skywalker versus solo like that's the shit you yeah. have cousins fighting each other for like the fate of the galaxy like that i want to see that i mean we might have already seen that at the end of this movie but that's way less fun of a reveal that they're cousins over their brother and sister but i i mean i just i don't see like before the movie i was thinking that was a possibility after seeing mm-hmm. the movie that would that would be some fucking ridiculous ass plot bending to try to make that make yeah. sense yeah, I think if I think if it was Han and Leia's daughter, I think one of them would have had to have said something to or, her. Or... It was so fast. Every time they were about to say something about her, they cut away. So Leia knows who she is. Like they cut away every time Leia's like, "Oh, the girl, yeah. she's." They cut to action. I mean, explosions they didn't. And stuff. They didn't actually do that. Han, Han the movie. did. Han they, did to Matt. Yeah, she's no, no. Like, Han, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, with Maz Kanata, yeah. there was that thing where it was just like, who's the girl? And then they cut away from it. Yeah, because yeah, he, he was about to say, oh, yeah, she's blah, blah, blah. But, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like, later, they, uh, I don't, I don't think he, he, I don't think he knows who she is. Uh, yeah. Because later, uh, when she has that vision with the lightsaber, uh, Maz comes down the stairs and she said, and, uh, she says, oh, I've got to get back home to Jakku, and Maz says, yes, Han told me all about where you're from. So I think rather than giving us a scene where Han explains what we already know, they just cut away to mm, Ray and Finn's That's a good possibility, yeah. I hadn't thought of it like that, yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean, it's the kind of thing, like, I like that there's still mystery. Um, they didn't yeah. play their entire mm. hand in the first movie. I, just, I don't you know, think they had to. It's another two years until I get my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> year and a half. Year and a half, man. Uh, so what, like 520 in... days? Um, yeah. yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, it's May 2017. Yeah. I really hope they do Luke Luke Justice and he's like in a, a fair bit of episode eight because like, you know, Luke yeah. Luke's quite my favorite character. So yeah. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think we're going to see a fair bit of Luke in episode eight. And actually... Yeah. They have Probably already filmed. The level of Han, right? They have already so. filmed the like uh, the opening scenes of Episode Eight. Yeah, yeah. Mark Mark yeah. Hamill uh, has filmed them. So. Yeah, yeah, because they they filmed at that. It's an I yeah, an island in Ireland is where that mm. final scene is at. And yeah. back in September, I think it was rumored that they were supposed to be doing reshoots, but it was actually just the opening of Episode Eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So like that that's out there. So, People know so, what happens. I need to know. What did you? What did yeah. you guys think um, of 
Han dying. I mean, like if if um you know it probably only really happened because Harrison Ford doesn't want to do it. He's a curmudgeon. Yeah. So so <laughs> I if if he'd said, oh yeah, I'm cool with like as many as you want me to do. I don't know if they would have killed him in this movie. Um, I think like story story wise, I think it would have been more interesting to to have him live on past this movie for a little bit. But yeah, Han, Han Solo is he is my favorite character from the original trilogy. But I knew going into Episode Seven that yeah. he was going to die. Like as soon as yeah. they announced Harrison Ford is coming back, I knew yeah. there were se- there were several reasons why. Uh, but one of them being yeah, Harrison Ford originally wanted Han to die in episode six that didn't happen um and so i think part of their their way to bring him back was to say look we'll kill Han in this one and then you don't have to do any more but please 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 be in this one yeah see I he think, got paid a I lot of money too it would have yeah. made he got paid a lot of money it yeah he could pay a lot of money but it would have made sense i agree that he should have died in return of the jedi I think that would have been, you know, just taking the the first trilogy as its a self-contained thing, it would have made sense for him to, to die in that one. But now that so much time has passed and Episode Seven's like, kicking off another one, I don't know if it was the best time for him to die. Um, I I disagree. I mean, I, I also kind of agree with uh, Matt that it was kind of predictable. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't bug me that it was predictable yeah. because, like, yeah. I mean, basically that scene started, I'm like, oh, he's fucked. But yeah. like, he, yeah, hearing about the movie and like, I, like, I mean, really, there was a lot about this movie that I, I kind of was like, just watching the trailer. I'm like, okay, this is probably gonna how it's play out, and I wasn't that far off. Mm-hmm. Um, like, mm-hmm. I knew that Kylo Ren had to be related to Skywalker somehow. Like, yeah. I knew when they showed the stuff with him and Darth Vader, I'm like, well, that's his grandpa. Like, I didn't know if it was Han yeah. and Leia or like Luke or whatever. Um, but I, and I think that Han dying, like, once again, I, I kind of like how it sort of parallels a new hope and yeah han yeah. han is obi-wan is in this cool. movie and and i kind of i kind of like that and i think that harrison ford knocked it out of the fucking park he yeah. he was mm. incredible in this movie um and i think that his mm. death like that that was a great scene that like i mean it's it's a it's a yeah. good ass scene and i think actually it seems made better by adam driver knocking it out of the fucking park too mm-hmm mm. Um, and I guess to kind of turn the conversation a little bit, I I think that Adam Driver as Kylo Ren was spot on and excellent. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, the more I think yeah. about it, the more I like Kylo Ren because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I thought Darth Vader was awesome, and like I was rooted for Darth Vader. Really? And then when I was a grown up and I saw the prequels, I hated Darth Vader, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, Anakin, you little fucking prick." Fuck you, shit. They kid. basically they basically merged <laughs> the characters together with Kylo Ren, and it's kind of awesome. Oh, it's so well done, yeah. and I hate his stupid face. That actor, like he takes his helmet off and he's got like these weird lips and shit. And I just started yeah, I laughing. Like he's, he's got a he's got a nice like sourpuss face on, and yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. It's like a sad See, I'm baby. Glad, I'm glad my cinema didn't um like. Apparently, people have said, "Oh, some cinemas are like people started laughing when he took his helmet off." But like that didn't happen in mine. I'm like glad because like I didn't really mind when he took his helmet off he's like oh yeah he looks fine i didn't really get the any problem with it until i read about a bit of the comments online but yeah have um, you have you guys seen him in anything else no my sister talks about him all the time yeah he's on the show girls and um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like i mean i I think i I feel like there's like some kind of like dumb theory about the idea of like people like actors playing playing a character that develops over time like the whole like 
um, Jason Siegel and How I Met Your Mother and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like that, that that's the same character in a way. Um, I mean, it's more <laughs> just like kind of fun seeing actors develop over time. But seeing him go from girls to this, like he's playing a similar character but in a different way, and it's it's hmm. to me it's really interesting. Hmm. Okay. But I mean, I I like the actor a whole lot, and I thought yeah. he was tremendous in this movie. And, yeah, I'm yeah. Part, be... part of it, part of it is that he has a dumb face. And he does. That's, <laughs> but I think that he's also a superb actor, and the dumb mm. face is intentional. <laughs> yeah, I think the next time we see him in in eight, he's going to be a lot more accomplished and probably look a bit cooler without his helmet. Somehow, like, yeah. You know, he'll he'll go to the Snoke uh, stylist or something. I mean, he might have. Did he get scarred at the end? I think he I mean, got, yeah. got scarred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she cut which, his face. I mean, that's cool. Give him a reason to have that fucking vain mask. Yeah, mm. I, th- I think they've, they've kind of posed him as a... I mean, obviously, you know, being a grandson, but he's also a huge, just, fanboy. Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's a, like, he's a, he's a yeah. Sith otaku. Yeah. And he's a so, wannabe. wannabe so that's, Sith, that's why yeah. he's got that mask, I think, is because he just want, he he loves the Vader mask. He wants his own mask. He wants to be the next Darth Vader. He wants to be oh. just like his grandpa. Like, that's adorable. Yeah, in a messed up, I'm going to murder the generation between us kind of way. Yeah. Um, but back to Han Solo dying. Um, I kind of knew that was going to happen, but from like a really weird article. So Harrison Ford has in his contracts that he's not allowed to fly his personal airplane when he's filming a movie. And... As soon as soon as episode seven finished, finished filming, he crashed his fucking airplane on a golf course, and he was okay. But everyone was like, "Yay, Star Wars is done filming." Harrison Ford crashed his fucking airplane, and everyone saw that as episode seven is done. And I saw that as, "Oh, Harrison Ford doesn't have contracts for episode eight and nine. He's that's that's gonna be funny. in seven, but he's not gonna be in anymore." And I assumed he was gonna die, but he could have just been like. Man, fuck this! I'm not doing any more <laughs> these damn star movies. Yeah, just yeah. Leia, you deal with them. Yeah. I was really <laughs> sad that Leia didn't do anything in like any of the. She didn't. Well, she didn't she, do much. What's she I mean, gonna do? She, She's like a. Yeah, she never did anything. She was basically Mon Mothma. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I like, I really, I like the scenes with with her and Han. But she, yeah. I mean, she was a glorified cameo. Like yeah. that's. I mean, and, and I think that might have been the right decision, um, because once well, again, yeah, she... I mean, we were talking about how there, there's a lot of characters in this movie, and I don't know if Leia had. I don't think it's a problem that Leia didn't have that much to do. Man, they could have put her in like slave Leia costume or something. <laughs> I mean, probably not. This... I think she'll. Um, I think she'll. You know, probably have about maybe about the same or a bit more screen time in the next one. Um, yeah. So she she's gonna sort of be like a, a presence still, which which is cool. Yeah, I feel like this one was about Han Solo. The next one's gonna be about Luke, and then the third one is gonna be about um, the new characters. Yeah, I mean, I would say this yeah. was also quite a bit about the new characters too. But yeah, yeah. Han was. Yeah, it, it I mean, was. I think I think if we were to be organizing this cast list into like who's the main lead, it's it's Harrison Ford. Really? Or I'd say Ray and yeah, then Harrison Ford. Yeah. And then and then yeah, probably. And then BB eight and then Finn. Yeah. And then yeah, and then John Boyega. <laughs> and and uh, Kylo, Kylo Wait, who? Ren somewhere in there too. Yeah, John Boyega is the guy is the, who played the... Finn. 
Oh, him. Who's Daisy the pilot? Play- That's, That's a- Poe Dameron, played by Oscar Isaac. That guy, I thought he was going to be like awesome main character, and then he died right away, and I was like, oh, he was so cool. Didn't they pay him a bunch of money? And then he came back at the end, and I was like... Yeah. That's yeah, he's cool. I like. There's a part of me that's like, could, could we have followed him? That might have been cooler. How did he get off the planet? Yeah, I we think don't he's know. Gonna be, I think he's going to be featured a little bit more in the future. Yeah, there was an I, article that I read earlier today uh, about, uh, I think it was an interview with Oscar Isaac where they asked him about his casting, and I guess he was actually supposed to die there on Jakku. And, oh, uh, really? But um, he was really disappointed that he was basically just going to have a, a cameo, you know? Because he really wanted to be in more Star Wars movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who who doesn't? He. I mean, also um, like I I don't know if Harrison you've seen Ford anything with that actor. Yeah. Like Oscar other, other Oscar Isaac Harrison is Ford. is a good interview. Yeah, and so uh, so I guess J.J. Abrams uh, went home, thought about it, and said, you know what, I like this character. Let's find a way to keep him. And so that's why I feel like that's probably why he's not in as much of the movie as we would like. But that's why he also it seems like he's dead and then he's gone and then all of a sudden he's back mm. and that's kind of weird uh yeah i'm not upset about it though because i like the character and i like the actor yeah i, I yeah i thought i he could was also see each of the new okay trilogy movies being um, but i feel like each of the movies of the new trilogy is going to focus on one of the three new characters too like this one was about ray and then the next two are going to be about uh, finn and the pilot i'll be honest i think that ray's ray is luke in this trilogy yeah. Not that I don't yeah. think like I th- I think Poe is going to have a lot more to do in the later movies. I would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think that I think that Ray's the main character for the entire three movies. Yeah. Yeah, I but so. I think she's going to spend some time training with Luke. Yeah. Off-screen. I mean, you'll probably you'll probably have like an Empire how Luke was off They'll training with Yoda off. once again. Mm-hmm. Look look at this. Um, parallels to how these other movies played out. Like I think yeah, we're going to like, mention that the same movie. My brother called this the super special edition of A New Hope. <laughs> um, although, although there has been a lot of uh, like quotes from people involved with the production of the episode eight and nine that they won't, they 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 will differ a lot more than this differed from A New Hope, and that mm-hmm. it, it seems like the New Hopeness of The Force Awakens was very deliberate to kind of ease people back into the world, and also probably appease fans who fucking hate the prequels and yeah. just want to see yeah. more i mean it's it's like how star fox zero is just star fox 64 and everyone's really pissed off so the people who are just like oh it's too much like a new hope are basically the people who are upset about star fox zero because mm-hmm. like you're getting what you want what you said you wanted but it's not exactly what you wanted no what yeah. i'm upset about is it wasn't filmed on like shitty 70s cameras <laughs> low budget like i wanted hey at least it was filmed on 35 millimeters yeah at, wanted... at least like it was realer than any of the prequels yeah. it just it felt so modern and i wanted like old star wars not new star wars see that's I mean, actually it's a, that's it's like a modern movie i think it'd be stupid if this was like we're gonna make a 70s movie like yeah. no it's yeah. 2015 man you make a 2015 movie and they did they did. Yeah, yeah. They humor, yeah. humor, warts and all. They did. This is this is exactly what a Star Wars movie should look like in 2015, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Mm. It, and, it, I, and, it, and 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 it might have it might have sounded like I was crapping on the humor. I really enjoyed all the humor in the movie. I did yeah, too. Me too. Yeah, the humor was funny. The only thing that great, not graded, but like 
a couple times when Finn got like super overexcited, I was like, oh, calm down, calm down. You're almost veering into not being serious in the, in the, in the, yeah. within the situation. It's, it's funny, though, because Han Solo felt the same way that you did, because later on in the movie, he's like, you know, calm it down. Like, when they're... Yeah. When he's got... Calm it. down, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did My you favorite... call me Solo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> moment was when when they're on the last point, the uh, Starkiller base planet, whatever that planet is called. I think it's like, is it like Dakar? No, that's the no, Dakar. See, don't know we don't know what anything is called. They breeze no, right past to, it. To be fair, I don't really think they do a good job of explaining outside of Jakku. It's just kind of like, yeah. this is the planet with the cantina thing on it. Even though it's like, what is that, Takadana or yeah, something? Takadana, uh-huh. Yeah, Takadana, yeah. That place looked nice, though. Yeah, it was and cool. then I would the, like to spend some scenes there. Anyway, my favorite bad. my favorite moment uh, as far as the humor goes is when uh, it's it's Finn, Chewie, and Han, and they're on Star Killer Base, and they land there, and and they're supposed to go and lower the shields, and Han says to uh, John Boyega's character, he goes, "Okay, so what was your job here?" And he says, "Sanitation," and so he kind of <laughs> freaks out. He's like, "He's like you you don't you don't know how to do anything." Then he's like, "No, it's okay." We'll use the force. And Han turns yeah. and looks at him really angrily and says, that's not how the force works. Like, I laughed so hard it's when he so, said that. I mean, so beautiful. I mean, it's almost like kind of like how, whatchamacallit, um, Kylo Ren is like a Sith otaku. Like, Finn is kind of this dude who's just like, stumbles upon the force. And it's just like, this is the coolest shit ever. What can we do with it? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> like another yeah. kind of like fanboy character, which I mean... I guess I could see some people finding that grating, but to me, like, I really dug it. No, to me, I related to them because I feel like that's exactly how I would be. Yep. But I was getting kind of annoyed later, like, Rey was like, oh, Han Solo? Oh, Luke Skywalker? He's real? Like, she just did that, like, one too many times where she, like, fanboyed about... To be fair, if there was a... If there was, like, if I... We lived in a galaxy, and there was this whole thing where there was an evil empire... And it was like they built these things that destroyed planets, and then and then a bunch of ragtag rebels destroyed these things that destroyed planets. And I heard through the whispers of like Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, like I would shit my pants if I ever heard about or met those people. Mm-hmm. I guess I do that every time that I meet someone new on this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I saw you after the telephone being like, oh, I get to oh talk to God. Johnny Metz. So, so just imagine if like Johnny Metz 30 years ago fucking saved the universe. Oh my God. Instead of like, he's been talking about Nintendo for 15 years. He's, he's Johnny's Chewy. Um... TYP. TYP. Definitely TYP. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Chewbacca, I feel like. He got kind of jilted at the end. Poor Dude, he was when, a badass. Oh, he was a badass. That was so yeah. good. When Leia and Ray were all bawling, where was Chewie? He was he in was, the Falcon, was... crying. No, yeah. he was crying he... off screen on his own. No, no, no. He walks by Leia because Finn, who took care of him earlier in the movie when his arm got shot, Finn is hurt, and he goes oh, to yeah. take care of Finn. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, Matt... Chewie's all about the job. Like, I mean. I, but then he later, you do have that shot of him in the Falcon, sort of like uh, upset yeah. still and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they did a very out. good job of conveying Chewbacca's emotions. I like after mm-hmm. Han dies, how he just freaks the fuck out and yeah, like and shoots, shoots Kylo Ren, takes out a bunch of other dudes. Like he yeah. he goes he goes Hulk mode there. Yeah, that was good. Best. I'm glad that he like just basically didn't even like 
take much time to shoot Kylo Ren. He's just like, yeah. damn you. He's <laughs> taking me out. Yeah, he shoots him and then he sets off a bunch of bombs. So Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite part of the whole movie was someone asked Chewie, like, oh, Han Solo, isn't he like a war hero or something? Like they were talking about Han Solo. And Chewie just turns and it's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. At them. Like, like Chewie, Chewie <laughs> was so expressive in this movie. Like, I really... Yeah. And, and yeah, he did he have that much to do? He's also a character who can't fucking talk. So <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with that? Like, you make a star. Um, but I, I like, and I kind of, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how Chewie kind of hangs around because it seems like him and Ray, like, yeah, yeah. Ray's Ray's his new buddy. Mm-hmm. Depends. Depends if she, you know, if they make just send her like directly down the Jedi path or like. Maybe maybe the Falcon takes off again after dropping her off or something. Maybe yeah. Poe or someone becomes the new Falcon guy yeah. or something. But... I mean, it is it is it's it's kind of it, with with Han being gone, like it does kind of leave that thing of like what what is a dude who is that you know I guess an animal. I don't I don't know what 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 would a Wookiee do if the guy who he has been co pilot to for since I don't know for fifty years at this point. What do you do when he's gone? Yeah, like, I mean, especially I think, I think because that's... I mean Chewbacca. I, I I'm not sure how much of the expanded universe they're counting still, but the Probably original story much. for Chewbacca was that he was a slave to the Empire, like a lot of Wookiees were, and Han Solo rescued him from slavery, and now uh, Chewbacca owes him a life debt, which is a Wookiee okay. thing. Like he follows him around for the rest of his life and makes sure that he's okay. And now, if if that's still canon, Chewie has failed the life deck, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Han's dead. And Chewie's still alive. Yep. I do, and, well, I, maybe and I actually... Chewie... I mean, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I don't believe that's canon anymore. However, what is canon is that Chewbacca mm-hmm. was, you know, palling around with Yoda at the end of Episode 3. Uh, <laughs> that was so lame. I read that yeah. in Episode 3, they almost had little Han Solo yes, being yes, raised by Chewbacca. Which I read that after I saw the movie and I started crying. Like I didn't cry during the movie, but I cried when I heard that. Like, oh my god, Han is Chewie's son and he wants to die. Like Well yeah, they, they completely deleted um the old expanded universe yeah. stuff. Like none of it counts except for whatever they're whatever they're making now. So And I would and I would actually assume that probably that Han Solo anthology movie will probably yeah. set up whatever Han yeah. and Chewie's relationship is now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely yeah. that's what it's going to be about. And and you know what actually I and I and I feel like with Han with Han dying like it is it is a bummer and like seeing Harrison Ford as that character again was was amazing, but the fact that there's a Han Solo anthology movie like in the works coming out in what 3 years, like yeah. that's great. Man, Shia because... LaBeouf's going to be so good in that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it depends who I they really, cast. I... All right, so let, let's go. That like, do you, do you guys? Like, I mean, I guess like maybe. I mean, because Shia LaBeouf, well, before he went insane, he probably would have been a serious <laughs> consideration for that role. But as far as what you would want to see in a young Han Solo from a current actor, for me, I can answer mm-hmm. that. I want to see an unknown because I don't yeah, think like yeah. I want to basically see the equivalent the equivalent of Daisy Ridley play young Han, young Han Solo because. There's any if, if it's like Dave Franco, like James Franco's younger brother, who apparently has mm. auditioned for the role. If it's mm. him, like I've got too much. Like I've seen that guy in a lot of movies. Like it needs to be someone fresh. You need to have someone that can actually um, nail the sort of 
I don't know the the way Harrison s- talks and stuff too. Like yeah. it's got to sound a bit like Han Solo still. Um, people have thrown around the guy that I haven't seen it, but the movie Age of Adeline. Apparently, there was a young kid that played Harrison Ford in that, and he even looks like him. Uh, so he's already had experience like mimicking Ford. So <laughs> maybe just go with that guy. <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I really like about Star Wars, and this one in particular, is that they tend to find actors that are not well-known mm. and cast them as like the main character, like Daisy Ridley. Like No one had any idea who she even was yeah. before this movie, and now uh, she's one of my new favorite Star Wars characters. Um, and I, yeah. th- I think she nailed it. Uh, she was fantastic. She, uh, she was aces. Like, so... I... She's. I think she's my favorite character from the new movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. She's she's definitely my I favorite th- new character. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Finn. I liked Finn actually quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 yeah. let's let's be fair. I pretty much I don't have a character that I disliked in this movie, and that's no, yeah. that's They're the one thing that strong. like that's yeah that's the one thing that I can't kind of walk away from it. It's like especially with seeing all six recently. Like, there's kind of mm. characters in all the movies, and I'm like, oh, dude, shut up. But in this yeah. movie, I was kind of like, no, like everybody talk, let's let's hang out, like, yeah, there just is do not things, keep going. There is not a single new character that was introduced during the prequel trilogy, other than maybe Darth Maul, and even then, I feel like it's because he, he doesn't talk. I see, I, I, pretty I'm, boss. I'm not a huge fan of him in that particularly movie. I like some of the stuff he does in the expanded universe. Yeah, but in in that particular movie, I thought he was just very stoic and kind of kind of boring but uh but other other than maybe those two i don't like any of the characters from the prequels and not any of the new ones jar jar sucks yeah and and, uh, pad padme has her moments but on the whole is like more terrible than good the the problem with her is that she just has no chemistry whatsoever with hayden christensen yeah she also just becomes a womb in the third in the third episode yeah yeah she becomes the the carrier of the future yeah, like that in like in episode two, like I think that outside of the love scenes, which are horrendous, I think <laughs> that they do a decent job of setting up Padme as this this character who, yes, she loves Anakin, but she's also like all about you know kind of being a senator and mm-hmm. doing her job. Yeah, and then in episode three, it's just like I'm pregnant. Yeah, she's I'm on... so beautiful. So are you. I'm so in love. And then yeah. I have a broken heart. Like yeah. that. Like that's she's. She's horrible in episode three. Yes. Mm. And so, I mean, but I mean, there's nobody that that was new that I liked in those movies. And so, for this movie to come out and me to not be able to name a character that I disliked, like that's huge. Yeah. That's huge for me um, because I I put a lot of emphasis on characters, especially in movies. Yeah. And and I think that 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 is the one thing that, if anything else, this movie absolutely nailed. Is the characters? It's the one thing that they totally. had to nail because without new characters, the Star Wars is over. I mean, yeah. they had to yeah. have three or four likable new main leads to take the like. They, they nailed forward. it. So mm-hmm. yeah, they did. Yeah, when we told my brother's girlfriend that Han Solo dies, she goes, "What of old age?" <laughs> it's very true. Like, oh. these, the original she actors heart attack. can't yeah. do it much longer. Uh, no, I should have eaten that burger. She goes, uh, space cancer. Space, space cancer. cancer. <laughs> uh, but that's really true. They did need new characters because the old actors are old actors. And old actors don't last forever, which is sad. 
No. But we have to be big boys. We're grown-ups. What do you um, all think about how quickly Ray used the Force, like, became mm. kind of good at it? Uh, I think yeah, everything I went too quickly in this movie, but that's... I think it would have been more, like, because people have brought that up as being a little bit sort of, like, un- unbelievable how how quickly she sort of progressed. Yeah. Um, I think it basically been... like how she doesn't face a significant challenge in the movie. She's just good at everything. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, all the stuff with her on the on, on the Falcon, everything that makes a ho- like absolute sense. They established that she was a scavenger. She knew what she was. She'd been fiddling with like parts for years, and, and stuff. she worked on the sense. Falcon. And mm-hmm. she worked on the Falcon, and um, it's just with, with the four stuff. I mean, she like she gets out of the stormtrooper, but the the she escapes by using the you know, persuasion of the Jedi, whatever. Stormtrooper played by Daniel Craig. Yeah. Was that the Daniel Craig one? Yeah, it was yes. James Bond. Oh, cool. I thought he was just like in the, in the background somewhere. I didn't know that's, realize that's, he had like a Yeah, scene. that's what I only found out about it. Because I, I had heard the rumors of it before the movie came out. And mm-hmm. then uh, they confirmed mm-hmm. it, that that was Daniel Craig. Oh, cool. But anyway, where I'm taking uh, going with that is like, instead of using that technique, it might have been better to have her try and like, use the force to push a button or something like something small like she really tried to you know just to test it out and then later in the film where she um uses the force to bring the lightsaber to her it would have seemed more like oh yeah you know it seemed set it up a bit better um because in in empire strikes back luke barely could move the lightsaber from the ice in the snow to his hand like it was like three feet away and and she does it like across like what 10 meters or so in like moves it really fast so if they if if they set it up that it turns out that like ray's like i I don't want to use this term but i feel like it's the easiest way to do it like if she's basically the chosen one like if she's the equivalent of anakin yeah being this this person with like all this raw force power because that's the thing is that like with luke that seems to be where they go luke Luke took a long time to kind of build up with it but it also like outside like yes he he did he was the force is strong with this one and all that but like he didn't have that like natural it didn't seem like he had quite the same natural power as his dad did um and and, and, i mean it seems like the way that they're kind of pointing in the direction of ray is that like she's just basically like fucking bursting with the force no Mm -hmm. i think that she was she's got a very high midichlorian count she was trained as a baby (laughs) and then they fled and took her away so i think she had some training kind of forgot it See if that if that's the reveal in, in yeah if that's the reveal in the next one that like that would yeah. make it make sense I'd be like oh fine yeah she she was trained from like three to six and uh, she's yeah. sort of just forgotten it but either yeah. that like, I, I I have a feeling that a lot like our kind of like sort of complaint here w- will likely be answered early in episode eight however yeah, yeah. The, I mean this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier that like if you view the Force Awakens as a singular movie there are a lot of issues with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's a mistake. I, I mean, think. like, for me, like, I kind of just buy into the whole world. Like, I'm I'm ready to dive in more into the, the like, the, the stuff that takes place between 6 and 7 that's in the expanded universe. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm all about figuring, like, finding out all the little details that explain things that didn't quite add up in episode 7. But if you're a person who's not crazy, and you watch it and you're like, well, that fucking didn't make sense. Like, yeah, there might be an explanation for it, but it's not in the movie. So mm-hmm. I kind of get that argument that The Force Awakens by itself 
requires more explanation, but is taking it as a part of a whole. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it'll all yeah, depend on what they answer and what what answers we get in eight and nine. So, I, yep. I feel like she's also an apology for Leia and Padme being pretty unambitious people. I no, I be watching Let's not let's not put down Leia because Leia's. Leia in a that's new hope is a badass. She's a she's say. a nineteen seventies badass. Yeah. No. I mean you want no. a nineteen seventies movie, so But then like <laughs> a couple years later they, you know, put her in slave Leia and stuff. And she fucking yeah, but... killed Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. yeah. It makes I... it makes complete sense. I mean Jabba was like he just wants to humiliate and degrade people. I mean, that's his thing. Like everyone in that scene those scenes were the same. Like it wasn't just Leia. Yeah, I mean, the difference between Leia and Padme is that in the original trilogy, Leia goes on all the missions. Like, yeah. yeah. She she yeah. contributes to the success of she the be- Rebellion in, she in major ways. general. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Padme in the prequels, uh, you could maybe argue that she contributes in episode one, but in episode two, she goes into hiding and basically just kisses Anakin. And then yeah. in episode three, we already talked about things. it. She's just pregnant the whole time, and yeah. then she dies. Uh, actually, However, no, in episode two, been... Padme was doing. Yeah, stuff. at the, uh, the the back half of two, because yeah. she gets she gets involved yeah. with the only but good they, part yeah, the of point, the, the plan still stands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I've been watching some Clone Wars. She does some cool shit in Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone like, Wars. I mean, is... it sucks because like she has a developed character in Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. then you get to episode three, and you're like, oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the best thing that ever came out of the prequel trilogy era is the Clone Wars animated show. Yeah, and I'm finally like I, I think that the first two seasons of that are very rough. Um, mm-hmm. And now yeah, I'm watching I've season three, struggling. and it's, it's kicking. It's kicking in season three. Yeah, I tried to watch it a while ago on Netflix, and I've sort of stopped because I, I was like a bit hard to get through season one. So I, I think that yeah. season one does not live up to a good binge watching. No. Um, mm. because then you notice how every episode they're like, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this and you're like, fuck dude, come on like these yeah. are only 20 minutes long, can we just skip an episode yeah yeah, but I I, th- I mean I think for me, about the time season 3 or 4 it started to get really good and it, it, it gets better from there so. it becomes more serialized like I was yeah. I was kind of, I was I was talking to someone that, that's watched it all and he kind of was just like like just read up on what happens in season one and two and start with season three yeah that's not a bad strategy because that's what like season one and season two like the timeline's kind of all over the place uh like the star wars website recently just put out an official timeline and it's like ridiculous because the first like two and a half two and a half seasons are all out of order and then like it hits like halfway through season three and it's just straight for the rest of the show it's all one episode takes place after the next oh Mm -hmm. okay Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can see that there, the Force Awakens may not be a perfect standalone movie, but for me as a Star Wars fan, it's everything that I wanted the prequels to be. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, yep. it, great characters. Um, it's a, it, it feels like a more modernized version of Star Wars. Um, there's there's action that makes sense. Like it's not just a bunch of I mean, 400 people don't have lightsabers just swinging them around on the screen, you know? I mean, it, the the action and feels like it builds off of the plot and the characters more than it just does being extra special effects. Um, 
and they use practical effects, and I just always think that's cool, whether that's Star Wars or another movie. I think practical effects are really cool. So, Yeah, this movie... I probably could have... Oh, it's, it's not what I wanted, but I'll take it, and I'm very grateful that we got such a fun movie um, with so much fan service and stuff built in to make longtime fans of the series happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very excited to see where it goes, yeah. which I guess is a good thing that I'm not satisfied. I really, 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 really want more, like, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I want episode 8 needs to be here tomorrow, or else I'm going to freak out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to freak out on the airplane, man. Yeah. And the Adam Abu Nasser. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Star Wars? When Star Wars? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the shit out of this movie. I, I really dug it, and I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know that there's a lot of issues with it, but at the end of the day, I just, I don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't like, even yeah. say there's a lot of issues with it. I, like, I don't think there's a lot of issues with it. Like, I think outside of, and like, honestly, Adam, everything you mentioned outside of, I think, some of the character arc stuff. Like, I don't disagree with you, but I, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't mm. feel like any of it is stuff that I can't deal with. You know, like, the stuff about Ray learning the Force too quickly, or, um, you know, the, the pacing being faster than previous yeah. movies. None of that is anything that's going to hinder my enjoyment of this movie. So. Yeah, and like, yeah, I... Cause... Go on, Nick. That stuff's like it's, it's like I said, it's pretty like nitpicky. If that's the worst we can come up with, I mean, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm I'm in love with this world and this these characters, and I want to see whatever happens next with them, whatever form it takes. Um, I haven't really felt that way about like a movie series slash like I guess overall universe in a very long time. Um, so it's it's very exciting. Yeah, I'm, and I'm and just... I mean at this point, at this point, I've only even seen the movie once, and I intend mm. to see it a whole bunch more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it we're more. seeing it in, in IMAX actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna see it in a couple days and see it again. Matt, yeah. how many times have you seen it? Uh, three, three. Yes, I, right. a, a guy at work, um, his brother saw it three times in one day. The first day oh, it wow. came out. Okay. No, no, I did it. <laughs> I, I didn't do that one. One my, my brother <laughs> saw it. My brother saw it like twice within twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I saw it. Uh, mine were all within a span of thirty six. So, <laughs> Man, my brother and I saw it in Times Square, and then after the movie, my asshole brother was going up to strangers and whispering in their ears, "Han Solo dies. Han Solo oh, dies." What a jerk! What a prick! No, I was so yeah. upset. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he turns and he whispers to me, "Han Solo dies." And I'm like, "You fucking asshole! You can't! You can't do that!" I, uh, when we were walking out of the theater, I went and saw it with a friend, and we were walking out of the theater, and there was still a line of people, because we went and saw the very first showing, and so the line was formed for the next one, and they hadn't been seated yet, and we're walking by, and he turns to me, and very loudly, he, he shouts, man, I can't believe Jar Jar was the Sith Lord the whole time. <laughs> and <laughs> no, everybody, actually, everybody we, just laughed, but. What, what do we all think of Snoke? I don't know. Eh. I feel yeah, like that's kind of how I feel about him. him. Uh, I do feel like when I first saw him, he was that giant thing. I was like, "Wow, that's kind of," because most things in Star Wars they're not that big. 
Uh, yeah. And then and then I realized at the end, oh, he's a hologram. He's been a hologram the yeah. whole time. So so then mm. I I feel like he's not really that big, you know. Uh, but I feel like we need to know more of him because it sounds like uh, Han and Leia are familiar with him. Uh, yeah. Because Leia said, no, it was Snoke that you know turned him to the dark yeah. side, and and later yeah. on Han says, oh, he's just using you, and then he's going to crush you, and you know that's true. So it sounds like mm. they are at least familiar with who this guy is, and so I kind of am, you know, I'm I'm interested in knowing yeah how do they know this I mean, guy what's his connection how did he turn kylo ren to the dark side yeah and i feel like andy circus is really game as, as the voice and in the role i, I mean it's kind of it's kind of also like captain phasma where like i see the potential there but like yeah. show it to me yeah phasma uh we i think you talked a little bit about this but i was kind of disappointed that she was didn't give him more to do yeah uh, it's a badass outfit but yeah she did nothing and it's, well, especially because before I saw the movie, I read an interview with J.J. Abrams, and he's like, oh yeah, Captain Phasma's a really cool character. I love Captain Phasma, and, and Gwendolyn Christie does such a good job in this role. And then I get to the movie, and she's in like three scenes. And yeah. she doesn't really do much of anything. She yells at Finn, and she, uh, and then later she gets, you know, put in a trash compactor. Yep. So, uh, I was like, where's the coolness of, of that? But I, I think, one of the cool things about this is that we, we leave this movie and all three of the main bad guys are in a very bad place. You know, General Hux, you know, they, they, they just got, they just got it handed to him. Yeah. And, uh, I think, you know, with Kylo Ren going to complete his training and Captain Phasma, you know, somehow escaping the trash compactor and stuff, you know, I think they're, I think, th I think our heroes are going to get rocked in the next one. I really do. So. Yeah. I mean, they gotta, I mean, Having an, I mean, even even if the, I would like to think that the plot will differ wildly from Empire as far mm -hmm, as like yeah. the actual structure, but I I, yeah. I think that like Empire, it's going to end on a down note. Yeah, I do too. So well, yeah, and Kasdan um, lacks you know lacks that whole having the middle part of a story be the darkest yeah. sort of. Although I don't believe Kasdan is writing. I think Episode he had eight. some. I think he had some input though, because yeah, uh, he he and J.J. Abrams talked, and they were they were saying well, kind of when they were laying the foundation for seven, they also laid the foundation for eight and nine, and All some right. some of the things that they thought would be cool to do, they really wanted to do in seven, but they thought, oh, we can't do this in this one because this has to happen first, so let's save that for eight and nine. So oh, I think okay. Kasdan had some like input, even if he's not directly writing the next one. I think he has some influence over it. I mean, Kazdan Kazdan is absolute gold, as far as I'm concerned. He's writing the Han Solo, yeah, um, anthology film, which I I look forward to that very much. So, see, I feel like eight is going to be about what happened between six and seven. So they're going to delve into whose Ray's parents are, who left her there, what happened to Luke's uh, like children apprentices, um, where the dark. Sith Lord dude comes from, which I think he's probably Luke's fails apprentice. I mean, he is. Like, that's... like did they say that, or no, is that no, just obvious? He, it's, Adam's, it's talking about, Adam's talking about Snoke. Snoke, oh, okay. yeah. I think Snoke okay, was okay. his first Padawan, and he turned, and Luke was like, well, fuck, let's go find some children. He was too old. Finds children, and then Snoke goes and takes a child, and it's like, hey, you should go kill all the other children. So that's what I think but anyways, I think they'll get into that in eight, and then nine is going to be the big final showdown, where um, Ray is fully trained and Kylo yeah, Ren is dies, fully trained. Luke dies a heroic, tragic death. 
Um, no, he's gonna be tired and old, and make some soup and just kind of ease into it. <laughs> I hope um, uh, in the next one, hoping eight, uh, when Luke's explaining that backstory, he says he killed younglings. <laughs> he killed younglings. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I, I actually kind of hope that episode eight isn't that mired in backstory. I mean, do yeah, what you nah. need to do, but make it make the plot move forward. Oh, no, I, I want to sit and enjoy it. You know, I don't want to be dude, on dude, the edge of my read, seat. You'll have some expanded universe shit to to go devour. Man, I don't want to really want to know the backstory. <laughs> I don't want to read or watch. Read a TV. Wikipedia page. That's what I did with a lot of the expanded universe stuff. The Wikipedia. Yeah. 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 Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I said, I think some of this big important stuff is probably anthology film material. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I, I love that they're doing that because then they then they don't have to spend a lot of time explaining things to me in the episodes. Like they don't have to exactly like especially the political stuff. I saw somebody was complaining. They're like, "Well, we don't know what the motivations are of the Republic, and and we we never get to see that." And I was like, "Yeah, but when we saw that in the prequels, it was so boring and stupid." Yeah, and it's also, it's not important to the story that they're telling in The no. Force Awakens. No, this is a very character-driven story. And yeah. so, like, I mean, Ray doesn't care about what debates the Republic is having. Um, yeah. And so we... And, and I, I do I do think they're, like, when a bunch of Republic planets blew up, mm-hmm. that was weird that no one really seemed to be that bothered by it. Yeah, but then again, Alderaan. I mean... Yeah. Other than True. Leia, nobody really seems that upset about. It. I mean, Obi Wan. Uh, Obi Wan like, was very Obi- upset. Yeah, yeah. O- Obi Wan like mentions that um, millions of voices were silenced or whatever, but then they just kind of move on to, oh, yeah, here's the Death Star. So it was kind of similar to that. I f- I feel like we cared a little more about Alderaan just because that's where Leia was from and stuff, but we never even got to, we didn't even get to see people's faces on Alderaan. And uh, at least in this movie, you know, they showed people you know that there were actually people on the planet and yeah we got was, their perspective was anyone else upset that there was just a giant death star oh it's not a death star it's a giant death star it's a planet oh man it was so that made me kind of angry like really well it was a I, I do kind of love that like the empire is like what do we do i don't know build a giant thing that could blow up shit like, that's what they do in every movie they did it yeah, in episode three they did it in everything. four they did it in they didn't do it you in know, five, like, but they did it in six. The what is it, the first order isn't really the empire. They're like a new group that's just sort yeah. of using some of their like yeah. ideas, I guess. But they're, well, they're their own thing. Yeah, Again, true. Just, I mean, I, I would assume there's there's holdovers there, but I bet yeah. you there's just like one guy who's got like a contractor business, and it's just like, dude, we're gonna get we're gonna get like the empire. The empire by the end of Return of the Jedi are probably like, hey man, you're just trying to get us to to pay you to build these things. Like we're out. And this mm-hmm. contractor survives after the the second Death Star blows up, and it's just like, all right, I gotta find some more people to swindle. It's just like, I'll build you guys a a Death Star, and they're like, well, we don't want one of those. I'm like, what if it's the size of a planet? And then <laughs> then he gets a lot of money. It's a good contract job. I want to yeah. see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I again, uh, I feel like that's just another. You know, Kylo Ren is a Darth Vader fanboy and um, the first order seems like they're empire fanboys uh, yeah they yeah. want they want to revive and take on the mantle of being the new empire and so they you know raise stormtroopers 
they have an emperor figure, and they build Death Stars. Because that's what the I'm old just glad Empire that did. They, they, um, they got rid of the Death Star in this one, so like they can, they're obviously not going to do another one in either of the next two films, so it's going to be something different. Um, yeah. Which yeah. is good. Well, the only thing I could have done without at all was the the like the rehash of the actual like the trench run. They actually did a trench run. I think they could have not done that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as long as it was in episode four. No, though. but and it yeah. wasn't the main character doing it and there wasn't that use the force moment. So I mean it was a little different, it was a little faster. But yeah, I I, I don't think they necessarily needed to. I think that was one moment where they kind of Flashed back to A New Hope, and maybe it was a little bit unnecessary. I don't know. In A New Hope, I always laugh my ass off in that scene when Darth Vader is out there in his little Just spaceship. It's like <laughs> shooting. He's like yeah. spinning around. It's Whoa. so funny. I, I do funny. love the, the, the robot chicken thing with him just spinning around. <laughs> and like a, like a TIE fighter gets by him. It's like, I feel like I should stop this, but it's too funny. Mm. <laughs> okay, we should probably leave our conversation there we've been going for quite a while so unless you guys have any quick quick final comments uh we'll wrap it up now Um, i'm sorry if my brother ruined star wars for you (laughs) i was well (laughs) they're not listening to this if uh you know well i I don't know do we have listeners that walk around Times square maybe There was someone who was on vacation being like, some fucking asshole ruined Star Wars for me. Yeah, I would love if, like, he, it was someone that, like, knows someone that, like, listens to this show. Like, so if that happens, send your hate mail to uh, Adam at... No, 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 to Adam's <laughs> brother. Yeah, can, Adam's brother at NintendoWorldReport.com. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted Star Wars more, please. Yeah. Nothing no. but Star Wars. Yeah. Neil, you said to me on Twitter, you said, in- inject that into my veins. And yeah, that, yes. that about, that about sums up how I feel about it too. Yep. Yeah, I need more and I need cool. it now. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Bye everyone. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Christmas to you and to you and to you. Happy Christmas to you and 